getting ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm your host again today, it's Dan Potts, you will know me now as Potsy, and we are doing another 1 to 11 today on a special uh, podcast with another Guns and Yellow Ribbons panellist. Uh, the international break is now over, Arsenal are back, thank goodness, and we are at Sheffield United away tomorrow. Somebody who is on their way to Sheffield United tomorrow is one of our panellists, Scunny. Scunny, welcome, how are you buddy? Oh, we can't hear you. You're on mute, mate, I think. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. I'm not going on with my camera. It's having a... The sunshine. It looks like the sun is shining, mate. It's having a moment, I think. (laughs) Is that what it is? Oh, it won't. No, no, the sun ain't even shining. We're up north. Come on. Oh, that's true. This is true. How are you, mate? You good? Yeah, yeah. Good, mate. Good. Right. Good stuff. That's better. There we go. The um, Sheffield United game tomorrow. You're going, yeah? Yes, mate. I am. You are. You... um. Reckon it's going to rain like it did at Old Trafford, mate. Get a bit oh, soaking I, I wet. Hope not. I hope not. <laughs> that was a lot of summer, wasn't it? You went away to Old Trafford and it was absolutely hammering it down, wasn't it? Oh, mate. My, I had a puddles in my trainers. It was awful. I thought <laughs> I got Trent. I thought I had Trent foot. That's how bad it was. Oh, mate. Shocking. Uh, you can guarantee wet weather up there, mate, can't you? That's for sure. You know that uh, better than me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's <laughs> dry today, so hopefully, fingers crossed. Hopefully you'll be all right. Have you been before? Is it your first time up there? Yeah, uh, first time to Sheffield. Yeah, Sheffield away. Yeah, I went to Hillsborough when we played in the uh, was it Carling Cup back when we mm. had the dodgy third t- third kit with these you know the blue and white stripes, oh, like a dark blue top with a blue and white yeah. blue and gold. Sorry, or white and gold. I think I've yeah, got that. Absolutely. I think I've got that top actually. <laughs> oh God, dreadful. We've had some bad away kits, haven't we? Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Mate, we are doing a one to eleven. Uh, be honest, how tough was it picking one to eleven? Well, I'm quite a late gooner, so for me, it's going to be it's going to be a, probably a bit the same old, same old. People probably think, "Oh God, I'm chilling out of this because this guy's boring." Uh, I wouldn't have so, thought that, mate. I've uh, seen your one to eleven. I think there's a lot of a lot of interesting selections, mate. So well, it's, um, yeah, so you got um, um well, I started swimming say late 90s but i didn't really get into him up until it's probably early 2000s so uh, so mine's going to be obviously around the invincibles era a lot of them so if you want to tune out now that's fine you know what i mean mate there's nothing wrong with talking about yeah. invincibles as far as i'm concerned mate. no no there is that so what era of football are we talking in are we talking uh, sort of the arsenal venga days uh, in yeah i wouldn't say his early days i'd probably say in the sort of the mid Mid ranges, probably into. I, I can't. When did he start again? I can't remember. Ninety six. Well, he was ninety six, so I, yeah, I guess it's going to be. So yeah. I'd probably say two thousand and. I'd say two thousand and two onwards. I think most of them. Yeah. Well, so, mate, that was uh, that was the the, the great days, peak, wasn't it? Peak era, stuff, peak era. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, um, start off off with them, mate, with your goalkeeper. Who have you gone for, and why in goal? Well, uh, I've gone for Jens Lehmann. Uh, I did see. David Seaman play obviously because like I say I, I was a fan in the nineties, late nineties, so I did see him play. But the majority of the things I saw was Jens Lehmann, and obviously with that, with that, with that, it, it's got he's got to be my number one keeper there just for that. My camera's going nuts, isn't it? I'm gonna have to <laughs> shut the curtain in a minute. That's all right, mate. You're fine. Um, it's just lighting up your amazing face and your hat, mate. That's all it's doing. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's cold up here, isn't it? 
that's it, mate. That's it. So with Lehman, obviously there was there was um, you say you saw David Seaman. What if you can compare the two goalkeepers? What what did you like about Jens Lehman? Uh, oh, hang on, I'm gonna to have to sort this out. I apologize. Yeah, go on. You, that's all right, mate. You do what you've got to do because it's obviously going nuts over there, isn't it? Your camera. Right, that's better. <laughs> Wee, that is Wee, much better. There we go. I'll shut the curtain because the sun's just come out. You see, it's broken from the clouds. It's all up north. There we go. <laughs> so we do get sun up here. <laughs> so Jens Lehmann, then explain what 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 did you like about Jens Lehmann? Well, for me, Jens Lehmann, I think he was probably, for me at the time, I would say he's probably one of the best goalkeepers going uh, with the things that he said. Oh, you see, <laughs> people people don't know this, but I'm going to say it. Fergus is in the background and he's a massive control freak and these are the reasons where <laughs> this is coming up. He can't, let, he can't let me do it on me and Dan on his own. He can't do it. Yeah, Irish Paul Merson, <laughs> that, that's right. That is yeah. him. That is he's, the Irish He, he has to do it. He's a control freak. Right. Anyway, where was I? Uh, Jens Lehmann, for me, yeah, he was the best goalkeeper in the world at the time, I thought. And uh, he spelled that wrong, hasn't he, as well? He has spelled it wrong, yeah. He's gone for <laughs> semen, with, semen with an L. <laughs> he has, hasn't he? Oh, no. Oh, You're putting dear. me off, Fergus. <laughs> um, yeah, so... And obviously, the pinnacle for for me in his career is obviously the invincible season. Um, I don't think there was a goalkeeper around that could match him uh, during that time, especially in that year. And... Unfortunately for me, uh, unfortunately, I think one of his one that really goes over um, what he goes against him more than anything is his red card in the Champions League final, which wasn't yeah. a thing. Well done, Fergus. Well done. He spelt it He's right. He checked it on Google. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that's the one thing that people will forget him for. But you got to remember the it two a red, in my eyes, it won a red card. Obviously, I'm going to be biased because I'm an Arsenal fan. But it won a red card. No chance. But for me, so with Lehman, Barcelona's got... been paying refs off for years. <laughs> Lehman, for me, the two the two penalty saves, one in two thousand and five against Paul Scholes, where we went on to win mm. the FA Cup, and also yeah. to get us to that Champions League final was the the save against Raquel May at Villarreal, wasn't it at Highbury? Yeah, so, that's correct. You yeah, know, yeah. You know, so, pe- yeah. people forget about that and they remember the nuts nutty side of him, but they forget. Well, that he, he, was. he was a nutty keeper, but the thing is, he was one of them keepers that would he controlled his defense and he controlled it well. Uh, he was he wasn't afraid to open his mouth and that's what people like about goalkeepers absolutely and that gives the confidence uh, in the defence as well doesn't it if you've got a commanding course, keeper behind yeah. you so absolutely probably do something like that now mate to be honest some leaders sure. in the team like well, him would be good probably wouldn't probably it <laughs> so don't get me wrong to... I think Leno's getting there but I, thought, I don't think he's no layman is he this is true mate this is true yeah I think he'd like to be a layman though wouldn't he let's <laughs> be well, honest well yeah absolutely have you gone for a back four back three uh, I've gone for my formation. I have gone uh, four, two, three, one, uh, only because um, I I was struggling with a lot of people uh, to choose from, and and the reason why I've gone for a back four is um, I think I think a back four is probably best uh, okay, for me because cool. it, it it averages out the the guys who I enjoyed watching in defence during mm. during the time as when I was a proper well let's say proper fan but when i was a when i started getting young to growing up yeah, yeah yeah exactly so you go go for your right back then because there's been some great right backs for arsenal over the years in my they opinion are, there is yeah they are sorry mate i'm interrupting that's all right are. no, no. Well, who have you gone for i've gone for bellerin um and the, i will tell you the reason for this uh probably gonna get a lot of stick for this as well to be fair <laughs> okay but, um i like bellerin and i think he is oh what can i say he he has done He's done nothing wrong at all. 
Uh, to when you go back through the years, obviously, yeah, I could have picked a Boué, I could have picked Lauren, but I have actually gone for Bellerin because I think in time, I think we're going to see some real value for him, and I think is 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 going to be is going to be up there with one of the greats for definite. He is Arsenal through and through. Uh, if you want, if you want anyone to say who's Mister Arsenal now, I would say it's definitely Bellerin over anyone. Uh, he's been here since he was a kid. Uh, if anyone could have a chance to go back to home, for instance, he's never he's never said he's homesick. He's made London his home. He speaks with a London accent, which is kind of strange. <laughs> um, but I, I and I think recently now people are starting to see with without him in the team, and now he's just coming back. If you look over over the last few months, for instance, or since the start of the season. Everyone has been saying we want Bellerin back. We want Bellerin back, and it just this show it shows why we need him back because people he is a good player. Yeah, he's he's a bit dodgy sometimes in defence, but I think he's still only young. He's only what is he twenty four, twenty five? Yeah, yeah, he is. So he is. Was he, he, is still was he only for young. you? Do you think he should have been the Arsenal captain, Scunny? Oh yeah, hundred percent. If anyone's going to be Arsenal captain at the minute, I reckon it should have been him, hundred percent. Yeah. Because I know we uh, had this discussion about just, a lack yeah. of leadership and stuff, and I know that you picked better in as your captain, and I I, I, mm. I couldn't really disagree, if I'm honest. I think that he should have been considered. Well, like I say, if if anyone's Mr. Arsenal at the minute, it's him. He's been here since, what, 15, maybe 14 to, 14 to 16? Mm. I can't remember. Yeah, what very young, very young. So he's, he's definitely up there for me, and I reckon he will come good. He's got some amazing speed, and it just proves how quickly he can learn uh, especially with a new manager, since since we come in, he, he showed what he's worth last season, defensive wise, um, and obviously going forward, yeah, his crossing's a bit hit and miss. But we've had some terrible people who can cross the ball. <laughs> Very true, Theo Walcott. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one yeah. of them. It's just one of the things. I think he will come good, and and I've noticed recently as well. I've I spotted a couple of pictures with him on obviously through the Arsenal pages and stuff like that. And I thought, bloody hell, he's bulked up a bit. So I think he's got himself, you know what I mean? He's getting bulked up. He's, he's and he's had a haircut, problem. mate. And he's had a haircut. I didn't mind the long hair. <laughs> his, his fashion sense don't bother me. It's how he plays on the pitch. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. So moving to the opposite side then on your left back, who have you gone for as a left back? Because this is always controversial. This is going to be controversial, but I think everyone else has done it so far. So I think I'm out of the woods on this one. It's actually cold. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Listen, he was right. He has built that one right. Um, For me, he is the best uh, Premier League left back. Um, Would you agree? Oh, 100%. 100%. He's. uh, What was your feeling when he left? Was it it frustrating for you as much as me? Because we didn't want him to go, did we? Well, in all fairness, um, I was mortified as well as angry because obviously what he was coming about at the time, it was Cashley Cole and he's gone (laughs) for the money and everything else. But. Uh, I, I did see something in with him recently, and I sort of I didn't know whether to believe it or not. It, it come from him, so it come from the horse's mouth, and he says they offered me a stupidly priced contract. You know, I mean, like just a couple of grand more than what he was on. Mm. And it's a case of <laughs> I'm looking at my team. Give me a break, Fergus. <laughs> I've got to remember these things. I've got a memory like a goldfish, and it's yeah. See what he's put me off. <laughs> this is what happens when someone you get in, uh, is a control freak. This is what happens. This is what <laughs> this happens is what when happens. people play with controls. Yeah, um, exactly. So, so yeah, you know, I mean, he only got offered a couple of grand more than what he was probably on. But uh, during the time, we you could argue he was the best left back in the world. Yeah. And how can you just give him, like, I think 
I don't know what he was on, 30, 40, 50,000 or something. Mm. And I just I just don't understand how you can pay him a couple of grand more than what he was actually on. The fact that he he never he never re- you never really hear heard him whinge or whine about his contract. He never he never come out publicly and ask for a load of money or you know I mean like they do now, especially with you know current players in our yeah. team. Yeah, absolutely. Um you, you know and he didn't he didn't hold the club to ransom about it. He you know I mean they offered him a contract. He said no and off he went. So mm. there's not a lot we can argue about it. It's just gutting that we let someone of his calibre go. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I totally agree with you. I think the rumour was it was sort of 50 grand a week he was on. He was offered 55 a week. He wanted 60 or nearer 60. And whatever reason, we didn't offer him that. Chelsea did and he went. And unfortunately, the rest is history. And yes, Fergus, mobile phone. We have seen it. Yes, we have seen mobile phone. <laughs> this is a thing, isn't it? So it's just a case of why couldn't you just give him the 60 and we could have had him? You, you know, he was another one who. You know, I mean, he started young at Arsenal. He could have finished yeah. his career at Arsenal. Could have kept taking the armband as well, couldn't he? After the era, he could have done. Yeah, he could have done. Uh, frustrating. Moving on to your centre backs, then, mate. Well, like, you pick with anyone, anyone you want to go with first. Who have you gone with at the back? Uh, I've, well, well, first of all, I've gone for Co- uh, Torre. Colo Torre. Colo Torre. Well, yeah. we haven't had Colo yet, have we? Go on, no, then talk to haven't. me about Colo um, Torre. Well, when we first got him, he was a defensive mid, and then they brought him back to centre back, and. You know, I mean, he absolutely flourished from there, and it, he was he was pinnacle to that's the seat of the invincible season, uh, mm-hmm. alongside uh, Sol Campbell. Who I, I might as well talk about them both because they're both in there. Okay, uh, yeah, my, other, my other one is Sol Campbell, and you know, I mean, and the, the, are you still there, Scanny? Oh, we missed you. No. Is your computer done it again, is it? Are you back, Scunny? Are you back, mate? Uh oh. <laughs> anyway, I'll be back talking. Oh, no, You're I back. Yeah, well, You're back yeah. just about. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Sorry, mate. We got with you with Colo, but then your computer, I think, froze. So, um, back All right. with Torrey and Campbell, you were saying. There's yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my back pair were to- uh, my back pair were Torrey and Campbell. And, uh, Obviously, it says on there, Sol's a gooner. Uh, mm. I won't talk too much about Sol because I think other people have talked about him as well. Mm. Um, but I, I couldn't really pick anyone else. He's, uh, he's the best centre-back for me during the time when I started watching. Um, and the fact that he got that header as well when we were 10 men down against Barcelona yeah. was absolutely amazing. And I was screaming because I was in the pub with that with a few mates of mine at the time who as well as Arsenal fans. So we were jumping around all over the place at that point. Um and obviously with Torre, is the same. Is um, when we brought him in, I can't remember who we bought him from. To be honest, I can't. You know, I, I should have looked into it a bit more, really. To be fair, it was actually Beveren. We bought we bought him from Beveren in Ivory Coast, and um, right. he was. I think he actually played as a striker when we bought him, but then he came All more right. as a defensive midfielder, and then he yeah. went right the way back to centre half. So that's nothing. Yeah, why and, and obviously sad, it, but... it shows, doesn't it? it? It shows how good he actually was at centre back and. And obviously, like I say, he was pinnacle to our, a lot of our winning sides, especially during the Invincible season and mm. getting to the Champions League and you know, getting to the Champions League final, uh, winning us a couple of you know, I mean, Premier Leagues along the way. Mm. One thing I loved about Colo was he was a fan's favourite as well, Scunny. Like everyone loved him, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, he was one of them type. He's, he's the same as Saul Campbell. But when you've got a pairing in centre back who are, are really good and you can tell and they work together perfectly. 
and they're not letting stupid goals in, like uh, yeah, and not sliding yeah. around on their asses all the time. <laughs> it's uh, it just shows how people can get behind them quickly. Absolutely, um, decent back four, mate. You've obviously gone four two three one, so you um, yeah. you've gone for two more holding midfielders. Um, who have you gone for in the centre of mid? Uh, well, the first one is pretty obvious. It's it's got to be the one and only Patrick Vieira. Oh, yeah, it, how can you not have someone like Patrick Vieira in? Everyone's you? got to have him, surely. Oh, of course, <laughs> yeah. If you don't have Patrick Vieira in there, it's it's one of them things, isn't it? If, if you're a bit older than me and you watch decide watching him in the nineties, Mister Obvious, Mister Arsenal himself, and the next obvious one in the Arsenal side has got to be Patrick Vieira. Uh, the fact that he used to, well, he used to just run through people. I, I used to love that for such for. A, you know what I mean? He was a big guy. What was he? Six foot four, six foot three, yeah. six foot four. Oh, monster, he was a monster. he was a hell of a guy and one hell of a shot as well. When he used to, he <laughs> used to absolutely plant it, and is you know what I mean? He was so agile as well with his you know with his tackling and getting into players. He wasn't afraid of anyone, and we saw that with the Roy Keane uh, battles as well. Oh, didn't we just? And yeah. I think we've mentioned it before on one of these. Whoever won that battle won the Manchester United Arsenal games. Absolutely. I think, you know, when Tony Adams left, everyone was worried that the captaincy would be given to someone else. It weren't going to be the same, but I thought Vieira was right up there in terms of his leadership. Oh, of course. Yeah. hundred percent. He was, it was the next obvious choice uh, after Tony Adams. Uh, I don't think anyone else could have really could have taken that role up other than perhaps like, I think maybe Jens Lehmann when he come in, but I think he's, you know, I mean, he didn't start at the same time, did he? So I think there's no really other person who could have taken that role. Yeah, no, I agree with you, mate. Absolutely. And he's won everything there is to win, really, in football, isn't there, Patrick Vieira? He has now, yeah. He definitely yeah. has now. Club and country. Yeah. <laughs> Club and country, yeah. He's gone through yeah. it all. Absolutely. So who's alongside him then? Because this would have been quite tough, really. You've had a few options there. So have you gone for alongside yeah. Patrick Vieira? Well, I was tempted with Gwendouzi. Oh really? Just really Just line Fergus up there. <laughs> uh, I'm only saying that because he's on his own ear. He's in the background. Uh, but my, my my next choice was obviously the young song hero of the Invincible era is Gilberto Silva. Uh, it, without him, I don't think we would have even got nowhere near getting to have uh, to be invincible so true. ever. So true. He, he is what most teams now want. In yeah. a defensive midfielder. Including us. <laughs> including us now. We've got one in Terea, but I just don't think he's being utilised. But Gilberto was a class above everyone else, and he, by a million, million miles, was the best player in his position in the world. Uh, the way he used to, he, you know, he used to, he could read the game so quickly and so easily. Uh, and obviously when he puts a tackle in, he never really, I don't think he got many red cards or yellow cards, in fact, because he used to be no. so good. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Do you think he was probably one of Arsenal's most underrated? Oh, 100%. Mm. 100%. Yeah. He, is, he is the most underrated and he's never really mentioned in any of the, the greats. I think no. it's only recently now I'm starting to see his name a bit more uh, with coming in for saying like, oh yeah, who's who, who's the best uh, midfielder at Arsenal? And you think, well, yeah, there's Patrick Vieira there, but you can't forget about Gil, uh, Gilberto Silva. Mm, no, absolutely. I think what's amazing when we actually bought him was he was mucking around uh, in training in, for Brazil. And I think Emerson, who had his position at the time, was mucking around in goal and broke his arm. So Gilberto then played that World Cup. And that was when we bought him in 2002. Yeah. So if it weren't for Emerson breaking his arm, we might not have never had him. So, Well, that's, that's true. And, <laughs> we and thank him for that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Emerson. <laughs> 
You did us a favor. You did us a massive favor. <laughs> I think you did so him a favor gone... as well. It, it massively, it did. Massively, yeah. it did. Who have you gone for in front of him then, like in another 10 roll? Who have you gone for? Right. Cesc Fabregas. Go on then. Coming up from the 2000s, I think, oh, for God's sake, what's going on now? <laughs> Something happened to your screen again, is it? Oh, we've lost him for the minute. We've lost him. What I might do is bring Fergus back in, seeing as he's controlling us, and then we'll have a chat with him as well. You there, Ferg? I am indeed. I'm enjoying this. Oh, you mate? You're enjoying you, flicking you, all of the banners up. My name is getting cast in all sorts of dispersions whatsoever. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've enjoyed what, what Mike's... Um, what Mike's uh, talked about so far. Yeah, I do agree with Lehman, uh, although I do hold uh, the Champions League final. I, I, I hold hold him 100% responsible for the Champions League final. We should have won the Champions League that that week, uh, that, that, that time. Um, mm. Saul Gunnar, yeah, Cashley Cole. Bellerin, I'm, I'm, I'm not as, a, as convinced on Bellerin at the back as others. Um, I know we're all screaming for Bellerin to come back into the lineup, um, but I think I've said it to you many times before that you know he can't cross himself in church, uh, and defensively he's not the best player in the world. Going forward, yeah, he he's great. He listen, is he any better than a Wobie? Would you keep Chambers in instead of Bellerin? I'd rather Chambers. I'd, I'd, if you're looking at modern footballers, I, I'd rather Chambers in a centre uh, back position yeah. than Bellerin. But I don't think we've got an alternative at the right back in the, at this moment in time. So Chambers and Bellerin, it, it it's a difficult it's a difficult one because I don't rate Bellerin as much. I do agree okay. with what Mike said about. Um, he is uh, very much an Arsenal man and uh, could be a captain, mm. etc. Uh, Toure, unsung, another unsung hero, similar to so. said about Gilberto. Um, you said about the forward line. I didn't know he was a, a forward player. I knew he was a midfielder. Um, mm. And we took him on as a, a central midfielder, along with some unknown useless player uh, on trial, which was his brother, Yaya, um, <laughs> who I don't know what he ended up becoming. Um, yeah, but yeah, crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I, I must admit, I did, because Yaya come as a defensive midfielder. Colo actually was more of a forward player and then dropped as more of a, uh, a defensive midfielder like Patrick Vieira. And the pair of them, I think, actually did kind of a trial at Arsenal as defensive midfielders. And Torre was a bit of a sort of utility player, really played wherever. Um, yeah. made himself into a centre-back. And I thought Colo Torre was so, so underrated and a massive fan's favourite. So when Scunny had picked him, I actually thought, you know, that's that's a good shout for me. Um, Scunny's just texted me saying his computer's turned off, so I don't know what's happened to his computer, but obviously he's having technical issues. He looked at Gilberto. Um, Gilberto, an unsun hero. I, I put Edu in the similar position, and I mm. was torn between Gilbert and Edu because, you know, everyone's all about the flair players, but sometimes some of the hard-working players like Gilberto, like Edu, um, are, hmm. are, are, you know, never never realised. And, and and some of the work that they put in is, is, is unbelievable. I like Gilberto. I think he looks like, you know, a quiet gentleman and stuff. I don't you know, but... Um, the uh, other... Go on. 
I think I think Gilberto is probably the most underrated player that Arsenal have ever had. I do personally. So when he was right. talking about it, I just think he was so so missed when he wasn't there. And I think that you know you said about Edu coming in. I liked Edu and I liked Parler. I thought they both did a job, but I don't think they did the same job as um, as Gilberto. So um, yeah, for me, I would pick him as the most underrated Arsenal player. I would. I can get that. I can get that. Um, mm. Patrick Vieira, well, you know what? It's only it's only now that I look back and I look back at some of the um some of the uh the, the old footage, how long, tall, broad, athletic difficult for me to say, athletic <laughs> uh, the, the guy is. Uh and he was up for a fight as well. He 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 didn't mess about, did he? No, absolutely. And I think his leadership skills is for everyone to see. You love Vieira. I know you love Vieira because you've told me many times that you love Vieira. And I can't I can't fault him. I think what he's done, not just for Arsenal, but for the country as well. You look at what he'd done for France, you know, 98, 2000, 2002. For me, he mm. was the, one of the best midfielders there's ever been. And, you know, you can put him up there with Zidane, Perlo, Scholes, Keane, Gerard, Lampard. Vieira's right up there for me. And certainly as far as the Premier League's concerned, I'd probably say he was the best. Um, and you can put Scholes next to him or Gerard next to him, whatever. But for me, Patrick Vieira was the best Premier League uh, defensive midfielder. So that's the way I see it. Scunny's just replied saying that um, technology-wise is killing him, but he is trying to join us back on. So hopefully okay, well, we'll, we've get, got, we'll get him we've on. Got one more player to talk about that he he was talking about. And we're not mm. going to do a forward line. We're going to give him a chance to do his um, his forward line. But Seth, Seth Fabregas, uh, mm. who you were just talking about before um, mm. he got cut off. What What's your thoughts on Fab? Well, listen, I was always really, really um, kind of against hating him for coming to Chelsea because I did believe that he did want to come back. I feel that Arsene Wenger didn't want him back because I believe that he wasn't uh, kind of a uh, afraid to say, this is Arsene Wenger, that the grass ain't always greener. And it did work for him in Barcelona. He was playing, but unfortunately when Pep went, Luis Enrique came in and wanted to sell Fabregas and Sanchez. We got Sanchez, unfortunately Chelsea got Fabregas. And I think that the one thing I would disagree on Arsene Wenger in terms of uh, Fabregas back is that he said we had Ozil. Well, Ozil's nothing like Fabregas, nothing like him at all. We had Ramsey and Wilshere, so we could have used those two as, as kind of examples of we're going to be playing them instead of Fabregas. But Ozil's nothing like Fabregas at all, in my opinion. They're completely different players. Fabregas, I see more uh, as a centre mid or a box-to-box. I don't see Ozil as that. I see him as purely a number 10. Um, and at the time, Ozil wasn't exactly cutting the mustard. So Fabregas would have been a player we could have complemented with Ozil. So I was frustrated with him. In terms of him as a player for Arsenal, I thought he was by far one of our best, by far. And I feel that when you look at what he was doing at that time, where we had probably him and Van Persie, the only two, I thought Fabregas was was right up there with one of the best in his position in the world. So, yeah, massive fan of Fabregas. Have we got Scunny back? I was going to say, this is almost like... You know, we planned all this. That um, <laughs> we, we Scunny jumps back in, um, and we've we've just done your uh, well, your 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 keeper, your back four, your midfield three, your forward line is all up to you. I'm back. I'm 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 removing myself from the street. <laughs> Good job you were on, wasn't it? Really, to be there fair. we go. It was technology it, mate, hates eh? me on a Sunday. Ah, uh, what was it, mate? Your computer just shut down. Uh, 
Yeah, the wire to my... Oh, I don't think it's doing it again. Oh, it's charging. Yeah, the wire to my uh, plug from a tablet that I use uh, wasn't charging the uh, pad, and I didn't realise, oh, and that's what it was. So I've just changed the wire. So, yes, I'm back. Hopefully stay. Bless you. Bless you. Uh, well, we we were talking about Fabregas just before you came on. Yeah. Well, I was talking about him. Um, you yeah. had a bit of a say about him. What, what what was your opinion on him going to uh, to uh, Barcelona and not getting coming back and going to Chelsea? Because that, that's important for me. Did you talk about him scoring that goal in that shirt against Tottenham in two thousand and six? No, go, go for when it. When he ran through it. their back four. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's why you love Fabregas. Oh, well, that's one of the reasons, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, obviously, I think you've probably covered it by now, so I'll have to have a listen to that myself later. But that's the reason why I chose Fabregas, because the way he was, he could score goals, he could tackle, he could go, he could be in the forward line, he could be in the defensive line. He was amazing. And hmm. I don't, and like Alex has just said there, I was just about to say the same, I don't blame him for going home. I think it was a bit daft uh, after that World Cup when you started seeing people like Puyol and PK with throwing a shirt on him and stuff. And you could tell he was feeling a bit uncomfortable about it. Uh, I think it was wrong in some respects uh, to ch- let him go. I think we should have tried everything to make him stay. Even if we didn't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, I think everyone wants to go home at some point. He was a Barcelona youth. He come to us when he was young as well. So uh, it's just one of them things that happens. Um to, when we come to buy him back, though, from Barcelona, I think that was the most stupidest thing that we we, we didn't do. Uh, I think by far we should have bought him back. We had first refusal on him. So why the hell shouldn't we have bought him back? It's ridiculous. What's your thoughts on Arsene Wenger's comments on it? Because they were, there's no place for him in the team. We've got Mesut Ozil. What, what do you think of that? Idiot. <laughs> Two different idiot. players, though, aren't they? There's nothing like Ozil, is he? No, nothing. No, not Nowhere near the same. Uh, Fabregas is far better. Yeah, great. Well, agreed. I agree with that. Far, far um, better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, him going to Chelsea then, what what did you make of that? Was that just because he didn't come to Arsenal, he wanted to come back to London? or uh, Possibly. Uh, possibly, I think. I think we, we just missed missed it there. We should have gone for him. Uh, no doubt about it. I don't blame him to go. I don't blame him that he went to Chelsea. He had to go somewhere. Uh, Barcelona didn't want him anymore. So, he was just... He was I just think he's never... Them. He's never really bad mouthed Arsenal, has he? You know, a lot of fans no. have bad mouthed him for going to Chelsea, but oh, he's no, managed no, no, to. No. You can see he's still loves the club. And he did the most. He did the be- the best thing ever. And he threw pizza at Alex Ferguson's head. Mate, you cannot you cannot fault him for that. Everyone's no. got to love him for that. And that. Oh, oh, of course, yeah. And the fact that he admits <laughs> it now is amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> brilliant, mate. Brilliant. Um, either side of him, then. Um, I'll let you start on the left. Who have you gone for? Uh, Perez, definitely. Yeah, that's quite quite easy, wasn't it? Bobby Perez, yeah, hundred percent. And I think this is a thing that he didn't he didn't have the best of starts when he come from Marseille. Uh, he, he took him a year to get in, and then obviously after that year, there you go. He was mm. amazing, and he keeps mm. <laughs> <laughs> super Bob. Super Bob. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, for me, it was one of the easiest picks for me on the left-hand side. And I I, mm. I did kind of consider other midfielders, in, but I didn't consider taking him out, if that makes sense. So I oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I looked at Overmars and I did like him. Mm. Um, and I, I, I kind of, you know, thought it's got to be Pires for me. He was better. Yeah, so yeah. Um, Pires, 100%. Uh, we've, we've not 
replaced him in in any respect at all. He's okay. another player that we never replaced. Uh, so it's just one of them things, and I don't think anyone's really ever come close to him uh, at Arsenal uh, to be on that left hand side. He was he was unreal when he got going. He could mm. breeze past players. He could <laughs> score some great goals. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, that's the reason why I've picked him. Fergus is quick. I, I don't know why Fergus has put that up three times. I've already put it up as well. But um, yeah, thank yeah. you for that. We get that comment, Alex. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that um, in terms of Perez um, in the Champions League final, he was perhaps sacrificed and quite harshly treated. Obviously, when he got sent, yeah. uh, Lehman got sent off and he had to sacrifice that one and mm. Perez come off as a sub. That kind of the nail in his coffin, do you think, really? That he was yeah, done Yeah, I think that was it, yeah. I think I think he was done after that. Yeah. It was a shame because I think he probably could have, if anyone was going to change that game, it would have been him in one of them anyway, 100%. Mm. So it was just a shame that it had to be him that comes off, but someone had to, had to be sacrificed, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, no, fair enough, mate. Um, over the other side, then, who have you gone for? Theo Walcott. You've gone for who, sorry? No, Theo I Walcott, not. I was <laughs> going to say. <laughs> no, no, Jesus. no, no, no. God, no. <laughs> Would have been interesting oh. to have that one. Oh, he's back. <laughs> You're not having that one. <laughs> <laughs> not when I hear about that Barnet he's got in a minute as well. Oh, what Jeez. is he doing? What is all that about? With he could not help himself, could he? Come that is me. a good link into who you are really going to talk about oh freddie big freddie freddie with the red hair yeah we love you freddie with your big red hair there we go thank you for that there we go see it does work it does work um (laughs) help himself could he couldn't help before yeah before we go on to freddie as a player just want to hear your thoughts gunny on uh, him as an under the under 23s coach and obviously as our assistant manager now um yeah, I like him. Uh, I think he's doing really well as the under twenty threes coach. Is is he did amazing with that them kids? To be fair, with that youth team, uh, the you know I mean there was winning games. There was there was doing things. There was doing things in how would say the Arsenal way as how we see Arsenal playing. Um, and obviously now he's an assistant manager. I think it's better than Steve Bold because I wasn't. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, it's gone off again. Has it? Oh, it's done, yeah. <laughs> I'll bring Fergus back in then, I think. Ferg, he's gone again, mate. It must be something that I'm saying to him, I reckon. It must be oh, something I'm doing wrong. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's really interesting. Um, Bobby Perez, yeah, brilliant. But Freddie, the influence he's had um, over our youth squad and our cup squads, and apparently he's managing them. Uh, would you have him as our next manager? I'd like to keep Unai Emery because I feel that he should be given the chance to get us into where I believe we should be finishing. If we don't finish where I think we should be finishing, which is third, fourth, like at the very least, um, then, well, yeah, then I think uh, Freddie may be given the reins. All I will say is that it needs to be, in my opinion, done better than it was with the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, situation at Man United because when Oli Gunnar Solskjaer took over he did do well those players wanted to basically win because they hated Mourinho and that's what they did so at the end of the season 
Ole Gunnar Solskjaer should have been given that job and that was it. And then he should have gone. So I think that there needs to be a clear understanding if we are going to get Freddie in at some stage, what he is. Is he our kind of uh, stopgap until we get somebody like a Diego Simeone or whoever it be? Or is it going to be a Freddie Lundberg, you're in charge and you take care, you take the reins in everything that we do? Um, I've been impressed if the rumours are true about him taking over the under-23 games, sorry, the um, Europa League games and the Cup games with the youngsters. Because if that is true, there's clearly a different style that he plays, which I do like. Because I think you'd agree at the Emirates this season, some of the best games we've seen has been those young young kids. Yeah, totally, totally. And, and and so was Joseph. Joseph's loved it. You know, <laughs> we're, we're seeing some attacking football. We're seeing some, uh, it, it's a bit like going back to the days when, when Freddie played with like um, Henri and Bobby and, and, and many of the players that um, that uh, that Mike has talked about. Uh, but mm. yeah, it, 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 it's good. I, listen, I think it's probably a little bit too early for him. Um but I, I've talked several times to you guys in the pub and to other people in other pubs. I go to pubs. Um, <laughs> uh, you love a pub. <laughs> Irish. Um, you look at um, Gerard. don't like Gerard as a personality and a player and stuff. Fat Frank, don't like him as a personality and a player as such. And even Ollie. But they are products of what I've watched and watched grow, which is the Premier League. Mm. So I would really, really, really like um, for Freddie, Henri, Vieira, different players come up and um, make it to the top level of management within within um, within the the Premier League. Uh, mm. you, he's run out of lights, hasn't he? Uh, no money in the yeah. league. I don't know if you can hear me, guys. All right, I've only to use my phone. Where there's a will, there's a way. That's fine, mate. Good man. It's all good, mate. It's all good. I apologise. Yeah, yeah. so you're going to take a trick around my room while I get the lights open. That's fine, mate. Honestly, so don't you, worry. You're going to do your forward oh. line. We we're just saying uh, about my Fred. forward one. Forward one. Yeah. <laughs> my forward one, and that would be the one and only Thierry Henry. Yeah, I think everyone's got to pick him. You said earlier about Adams having to be in there and so Vieira. I think everyone's got to put this guy in, haven't they? Oh, yeah, 100%. I apologise. My uh, youngest is having a moment. That's all right, mate. So if you can hear him in the background, I apologise. It's just he loves Thierry it's Henry as well. That's what it is. <laughs> it's not going well. I'm having a right mare. It's so, fine, mate. You're um, a busy man. We get it. Yeah, kids, mate. Sunday. Yeah, you know absolutely. Yeah, like I said, Thierry Henry, and uh, yeah, it's got to be Thierry Henry. And my my earliest memory, or my only memory that really stands out for me with him, was uh, the back heel goal against Watford because I was sat at the north bank when that happened. Oh wow! Brilliant, yeah. mate. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a hell of a and goal. That was, wasn't it? That's the uh, that was it for me, and that's what that's what changed me. Yeah, he and was super with with Thierry Henry. Can't pick anyone else for the Arsenal forwards. I think Burkham's definitely there with a shout, hundred percent, and I agree, and I understand why people pick Burkham, but I had to go with Thierry Henry for that, and I I can only pick eleven, unfortunately. If I could pick a twelve, it would be Burkham. There we go. That's a good. That's that was the question I was going to ask. Was about Burkham. In terms of Thierry Henry, though, do you think anyone will ever beat his record, or do you think that's done now? Uh, it's going to take a lot to beat that record I think okay. if anyone's going to beat it they're going to have to come in young and stay with us for a while which it yeah. doesn't really happen anymore 
Yeah, absolutely. I think so. I, I think now it's gonna it's gonna stay for a while because I don't think players stay there long enough, as he just said. You know, so I don't think it no. will be it will be that. Um, but yeah, mate. Um, you talked about Bergkamp. Obviously, my favourite ever Arsenal player was Ian Wright. Was you, did you get to see much of Ian Wright at all? Or uh, I don't think I did. I can't remember ever no. seeing him. The only things I see him on is obviously highlights and what I've watched on YouTube and. Stuff like that, being right, and I, I love the guy. I think he's great. I really mm. do. And he is he's another one who's Arsenal through and through. So it's it's one of them. So I'm happy that people pick Ian right as well. If obviously I never really the, the rules of this was you've got to have seen him play. I can't remember ever seeing him play. So mm. and I think that's why I've done it. Fair enough, mate. Scunny, you can see it on the screen now. This is your 1-11, to mate. You have gone for Jens Lehmann in goal, uh, the nutter himself. You have gone for Hector Bellerin at right-back, Ashley Cole at left-back, Sol Campbell and Colo Torre, which is a great partnership for me. I think that's one that we haven't talked about. A lot of people talk about Tony Adams um, and, and you know, obviously that partnership went unbeaten. So you have to you have to respect that. Vieira and Gilberto, Gilberto for me, fantastic partnership. Uh, and Cesc Fabregas, who I'm glad you have put in and we had a chance to talk about because I think there's a lot of uh, controversy over Cesc. Uh, Perez on the left, Lundberg on the right and Thierry Henry centre forward. Um, if you could pick one manager, Scunny, who, who would it be? Would it be Arsene Wenger? No, I've only got a choice of two. Right, yeah, you're going to have to <laughs> go the for only two, They're the only choices I've got, so unfortunately it's going to have to be Arsene Wenger. And your captain of that team, is that obvious as well? Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Patrick Vieira? Yeah, it's obvious, mate, all the way. Not not Bellerin. <laughs> not not this time. He's not ready for that yet. He's not he's not in this team. Not in this one. If 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 this team was out Harold today or tomorrow, uh no, he'd have to be Patrick Vieira. <laughs> if Vieira want in the team, mate, hundred percent Bellerin. There we go. Absolutely. Mike, I, I, I love it. Um your forward. I'd like to uh, point out as well. The only reason why I've picked Bellerin because I think he's got potential and I think he's gonna show that in the next coming couple of seasons. I think he's gonna mate, see I a hope massive, he does. massive difference. I, I, I agree. He showed a lot of potential last season before he got injured. He muted himself. Uh I haven't muted myself. <laughs> Are you good, Scanning? Can you hear yeah, us? Yeah, can you hear us? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um I I I, I agree. I think Bellerin improved. Improved yep. a lot yep. since. I, don't know. I, can't, um, I can't hear Fergus. He's chuntering away, and I can't hear him. Oh, you can't hear Fergus. Okay, no. not sure why. Huh? <laughs> he's, he just likes, he's taking him out. He just likes to get involved. <laughs> mate, thank you very much. Um, I enjoyed that, mate. I hope you did. I know we had some technical issues, oh, mate. But, um, mate, technology. We, we got me. through it. it really does. We, we got through it, mate. So that's the main <laughs> thing. Just. <laughs> absolutely just. I should have just thought the same straight away we are going to love you and leave you now because we're going to go and watch Liverpool trounce Man United by three or four goals at Old Trafford 7-0 <laughs> you heard it here first yeah absolutely. it's going to be that way isn't it? it is going to be that way uh, you have been listening to another episode of Guns in a Ribbon Scunny Mike thank you very much mate I'm sure we'll see you on Wednesday night where we're going to be uh, talking more Arsenal let's hope and good luck tomorrow mate I really hope that uh, you enjoy it and we get the three points I so just hope it's a... not raining oh mate have you gone for a score prediction I can't remember what you went for 1-0 uh, I think we're going to win 1-0 1-0 <sighs> I say, I, I, say I think Yes, yeah, so no honest, one's I gone. Believe it. I, I want Arsenal to win. I, I, we need to win, so I've gone for one nil. But I think if uh, if anything, I think we're going to get a draw. 
<laughs> no one's gone for a convincing three or four goals win, have they? Everyone's gone for a tight I think sort of Someone one. has. I think I think Max has uh, from Hasbro's. Oh, I think he oh. went for a four-one win. I think he's dreaming oh. there, to be honest. Well, I think he is dreaming, if I'm honest, because I can't see that it's going to be that. But uh, we'll see. Ferg, what have you gone for? We'll take predictions I went, tomorrow. I went for- I went for 2-1, and as for Max, that gin in Australia is very, 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 very strong. <laughs> very strong. Very, <laughs> very strong. strong. Oh, you can hear me now, Mike. Can yeah, you? I can hear you now, mate. Yeah. Uh, listen, um, with regards to your team, um, Henri up front, I really, really like Henri. And my, my, my best memory of Henri up front was at Sunderland away. There was Arshavan and Henri uh, made... Uh, uh, made it, we end up we were one nil down to Sunderland, and we were in the South Bank lower uh, there. And Arshavan got a goal, and Arshavan assisted Henri, and he came up and he dived into us. I, I, I I'm sure it's on my YouTube channel. I was down with the police, with everybody just piled out the front. So yeah. for me, on Henri, that was when he came back, wasn't it, to Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was at the game at the Emirates when at Leeds when we he came back and scored. That was unbelievable when he oh, came back. And scored. Well. Oh, that was unbelievable. Yeah. I could written in the stars. Couldn't believe it had happened, you know. And there's a couple of goals he scored down our end, and one of them was the last minute against Man United with a header. We won two one. And the other one was that Leeds goal. And yeah, he was just top draw, wasn't he? Top, top draw. Oh, 100%. A goat, mate. Absolute goat. Listen, Absolutely. You, there, there are players. So you, we, we way overrun our half hour. So there Apologies. are players <laughs> that you think, um, and that's your technological, te- technological uh, problem. <laughs> there are players yeah. that you think uh, that are Arsenal through and through. Thierry Henry being one of them. Ian Wright. Kevin Campbell, which uh, hopefully we're going to meet in a couple of weeks or so, Dan. But there are players that just you know, ooze Arsenal. And there's one guy on, well, one guy that has uh, Fabregas. I think he oozes Arsenal as well. I just, think- I, th- I think, I honestly think if he would have come, he would have come running back if we had bought him back from Barcelona. I think he would have come, he won, no question about it. I think he would have come straight back. And, and the, the sorry thing about Fabregas is uh, we let him go for the sake of Ozil. Did we? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've let him go. Yeah. And I, I just think it's crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got a brain fart then. But, yeah. I can't believe that that is the case because I don't think there's any similarities and I don't think there's any difference in like who's better than who. It's obvious for me that Fabregas is twice the player as Ozil ever will be. Yeah, 100%. He's a workhorse. For the Premier League, I think, yes. Yeah, 100%. And Fabregas is a workhorse. You'll always see him. You'll always see him doing work. You'll you'll always see him going round. He'll always want the ball. He'll always try and get back the ball. What are you trying to say, Scunny, that Ozil doesn't work very hard? (laughs) When do you ever see him? (laughs) When do you ever see him? Of course, Mr. Invisible. You've got Mr. Arsenal and Mr. Invisible. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely so Scunny if that team was to play in the Premier League today where would it finish oh top obviously without a shadow you reckon oh yeah, yeah. 100% even today yeah, I can't disagree if I'm honest I think City and Liverpool would have even struggled to break that team down if I'm honest oh yeah absolutely Definitely. brilliant boys it's been an absolute pleasure Ferg I'm going to let you take control and close the show with what you need to say and um, I'm going to go and get yourself watching Liverpool uh, spank Man United 
Dan, as always, uh, you've done really, really well with this. Uh, Scunny, thank you very much. I know, uh, as you said at the start, uh, your your introduction to uh, Arsenal is a lot earlier than mine. My, mine, mine was uh, also early. I think Scunny, you're into it more more than me. But yeah, thank you very much. The idea of this is um, it's by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Um, thank you very much, Popsy. Thank you, mate. Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too. 